What do you want to do? I don't know. We don't have an intro. Welcome, everybody, to the Glazier Gamble podcast. That's actually, yes, that is what you clicked on here. Uh, I am Michael <laughs> Glazier. That is uh, Joe Rybolt. And this is our sports section. We do have it as a two-part podcast. We split them up because, you know, some people might not like each one. This is the sports section. We got a good amount of stuff for you today. We got uh, some MLB retirements. We got some NBA trade rumors involving everybody's favorite Ben Simmons, the Nikola Jokic story. We got some wonderful Timberwolves topics. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, obviously, that's where we are. The Cassius Marsh, uh, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that was weird. The Cash Marsh thing. But. It is. We got some Cam Newton, Odell Beckham signing, and then obviously we got some other stuff in our second section, but that's all in this one here. Um, and we're just going to start off today to let you know this is episode 21. Our podcast can now drink. It can buy weed. So, you know, this is a good celebration. We just want to celebrate by letting you know if we can get to 50 subscribers by episode 30, we would like to celebrate by doing a fully live podcast on episode 30. And that would be awesome. We're halfway there already. So if we can just double our subscribers by episode 30, I uh, would love to do a live episode. You can see what this looks like unedited, uncut. It takes you know, about two times as long. It will um, be, yeah, it will be longer. Um, but, you know, we don't say that often. Um, no, no, it would be longer. Almost, I don't think, I think that's the first um, time I've ever said that. No, watching this, watching this podcast grow up from, you know, the first couple episodes where I wasn't here and then the, the, um, you know, getting, I think I was moving, I think I was moving maybe then. I don't remember what, what the story was. I was busy. Um, but then just me kind of it growing into like me, like a conjoined twin, um, <laughs> you know, growing out and then yeah. just, you know, seeing it now, you know, it's a proud proud parent moment right um, millions of views hundreds yeah. of thousands of likes downloads it's right it's really ever since we got to see your face instead of just me everybody's like oh thank god <laughs> everybody was like less we need <laughs> inject this joe into my veins mm. um you know what let's get started but yeah we just want to let you know we would love to do a live episode but um to do that live episode i want to set that goal of 50 subscribers by that episode episode 30 and uh yeah first story is baseball normally we start with basketball but whenever there's some like small hockey or baseball news we usually throw that in there baseball uh buster posey retiring the famous center i believe it's gerald is his actual first name gerald okay. posey retiring uh he has five gold five silver sluggers yeah, one of the one, one of the greatest catchers to ever do it you know mm -hmm. speaking of minnesota the last kind of um player that we've had on the map was a catcher himself you know all respect to them i know it's hard, it's hard on their bodies to be crouched down that like that that whole time so and usually their arms are better than most pitchers yeah like so, like when i played with baseball our bet when i played baseball our best arm was playing catcher 
because he the when he threw people out at second on stealing yeah. that whipped by the pitcher oh, so yeah. it's i think catchers yeah. are super underrated super i mean they're basically in they're in charge of catching everything that's which is not easy right it's they, i mean they're playing a mental game themselves trying to you know they have to understand tendencies of the hitters that are coming up and try mm -hmm. to figure like what can what can the pitcher do to get that person out? They're also, so. also closest to the ump, so they usually have the best relationship or, like, most common in, a, in relationship yeah. with the umps. But, yeah, Buster Posey retired. So, yeah. I mean, second most silver sluggers beyond, behind uh, Barry Bonds for the Giants. Yeah. I got two other two other baseball news quick uh, involving sure. pitchers. Shohei Otani uh, recently stated that he is extremely happy with the Angels. So I'm glad that, you know, one of the most talented prospects that we've Best baseball player ever. Baseball yep. players we've ever seen is happy with his organization because sometimes that doesn't happen. And then uh, free agent Justin Verlander. Yep, this is some good news. Um, Justin Verlander um, had a, I think he had surgery last year or something and was out for a season. Uh, but he did a small he's workout. Gotta be like 35. He's like 39 or something. He's older. But he threw, he did a little workout and there's a bunch of teams there, including the Twins. And um, he threw about 25 pitches and most of them were in the 95 to 97 range. That's good. He's still got some juice. So he's, um, he'd be a good ballpen guy, good maybe guy yeah. comes in between five lower, and maybe, seven yeah maybe lower on the uh yeah either that or maybe just someone not like an ace in your uh in your like starting rotation do you think he wants to be a starting pitcher or do you think he i would wants assume to be so. a relief? that's where the that's where the money is i don't think he'd want to be a relief guy i'm sure he'd want to be some guy that's probably lower in the rotation because you know i think starting rotations are about five or six six pitchers I want to say, I mean, I'm not 100% certain if Sammy, Sammy P was here, he would know, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a uh, very super knowledgeable. I want to say five. I want to say it's like five pitchers. Um, it's about five pitchers and they're like starters, starting rotation. Guys. Right. We've and got have another like, five or so as relief and, and then they got one to close two closers. Guys. Yeah. So I think Verlander would want to be one of those guys that is lower in the rotation and then probably like the fourth or fifth guy. That's where I'd imagine teams would want okay. him. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we've I mean, got Joe Ryan and one other guy, I think. Well, I'm, I'm, I was going to say on the Twins, he'd probably be third. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we have the best pitcher in history. Right. So, Joe, Joe Ryan's Ryan. going to be our There's lead. another guy in there, too. Rios? No. <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, yeah. So, anyway, congratulations, Buster Posey. And I really hope Verlander signs with the Twins because he demolished the Twins every time he plays. Oh, yeah. But that's it for baseball news for us. Uh, what, you said both of them, right? Yep, that was it. Two, yeah. The two pitcher news, Shohei and uh, Verlander. Um, well, I love Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is one of the players that actually makes me watch baseball. So got to make sure guys like that are happy in terms yep. of uh, for sure. the commissioner. No. The commissioner needs to make sure that if he wants to actually care about his sport from now on. But, um Let's move on to basketball. We have some basketball. We've we've talked about. Let's jump right into something we've talked about before, which is Jalen Brown. Yeah. Earlier this year, the top twenty-five <laughs> players under twenty-five came out, and Jalen Brown wasn't even listed in the top twenty-five behind but, players who had never even played before, like Cade Cunningham. But, uh, we thought, what happened? Did Jalen Brown like? Did we forget? Did we? Yeah. Anthony it? Edwards wasn't on that list either. Yeah. Too. Anthony so. Edwards wasn't, but Cade Cunningham, Lamelo Ball, like they were on there. OG was 11th. Or you something. mean the guy who just dropped 48 points was not? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jalen Brown wasn't on that list. And so we were like, something's messed up. And then it came out that the Celtics were listening to calls 
for Jalen Brown. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why? Yeah, don't I'm, I'm super confused. And now the newest news is that the Celtics are interested in a Ben Simmons, Jalen Brown, some sort of offer. The issue is that the Sixers think the Celtics need to give up more, and the Celtics believe that the Sixers need to give them something. I mean, I, I don't understand the slander for Jalen Brown. We were talking the other day. If you take a complete basketball, if you look at a player as like a complete basketball player, there's not a lot of people that do everything. Like, everything. Right? Even, like even if say, some things are just average, a lot of players don't even do certain things average. Right, so you're looking at you know some of the players, like Paul George playing really well right now. He's one of those players that can kind of do both. Um, Kawhi can do both when he's healthy. Clay obviously, is crazy. So, like, there's, yeah. there's, I mean, there's a handful of players. Jimmy. And even Kawhi. Kawhi can't spot up. Right, like, um, Jimmy. I've seen Jimmy take over games. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, those, those kind of players are far and few between. And Jalen Brown is one of those players. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, Jalen Brown is one of those. Maybe he doesn't have the, you know, the passing ability as some of the other superstars like LeBron, Jokic, or, you know, some of these other guys. But if you but, compare um, him to some other popular two guards. I mean, if you compare him to, you know, the other superstar on his team, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's probably got his number offensively, but, I mean, tell Even then, Jason else. Tatum's very inefficient. Yeah, so Jalen Brown's probably the best player on the Celtics. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't understand. I mean, like obviously, most people will say Jason, Jalen, uh, Jason Tatum is, which I believe that that's probably the case. Jason Tatum is, but in my opinion, guys like Jason Tatum are similar to like Trey Young, where yeah, they put up the gaudy numbers, but the amount of shots they take yeah. don't make the people around them better. And yeah, I mean, the, Anthony the big, Edwards is in that same boat. It's like, it depends on how they're how efficient they are on it. He's shooting under night. 40% from the night. D'Lo is sitting there like, I haven't taken a shot in five minutes. Yeah. Kat's sitting yeah. there like, all right, I only have 14 points and we're in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And so, so apparently the big issue is that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown don't fit together. The reason the Celtics want to trade is not because they believe Jalen is not a good player. It's that they believe that he just doesn't fit. So in my opinion, if that's truly the case, then do a Simmons for Jalen Brown straight up. Because the issue with the Sixers is they don't think Ben Simmons is bad. They just think he doesn't fit. Well, both of you think you have a good player. And both of you think this other player is a better fit for your team. Just do it straight up then. Yeah. Like, honestly, Ben Simmons fits with the Celtics Celtics worse than Jalen Brown would fit. Like, Jalen Brown would be amazing on the Sixers. Ben Simmons would be a power forward on the Celtics. I mean, I don't he know. he wouldn't be a point I, guard you, anymore. Here's the thing: you're gonna have you're gonna have J- Jason Tatum with 40 plus shot attempts because mm-hmm. you have no other offensive threats. Which is Jason Tatum would Boston. be super happy about that, right? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't like giving up talented players because they're not a fit. I don't. Right, a good if coach. A good should be coach, able to make them yeah, fit. a good coach or a good organization will find a way to make those players. Which fit, is why so. Brad Stevens isn't the coach anymore. But if Brad Stevens does trade Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons, I think he was a better coach than he is a president of basketball yeah, operations. Yeah, that's uh, very questionable. Yeah, so I think the Celtics are crazy. If they are truly interested in trading him, we have Taurine Prince and a second yep. round pick. We you got Malik just, Beasley. Would you get, we got Jake, well, Jake they Lehman. want to get rid of him. Yeah, we, you can take anybody you want that's not Vanderbilt. Uh, uh, Vanderbilt, D'Lo. I almost said a Kogi there. Ant uh, and Cat. Yeah. Did I say Vanderbilt or did I say You McDaniel? said Vando. I meant McDaniels. But you yeah. know, I would like to keep Vanderbilt too. I like him. Yeah, he's he's been playing really well. He's he's actually the best fit next to Cat right now. He was so. actually only one of... So uh, Timberwolves had a 
huge game last night where they still lost. Everybody was like, oh, Anthony Edwards had 48 points. Yeah, 48 points, five assists, five rebounds, uh, six turnovers, and was still minus 11. That's nuts to me. How there you... was, um, okay, I watched a little but bit of the Vanderbilt game. Vanderbilt was one of two players who was in the positive. Yeah, no, Vando, Vando was actually a warrior. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's the... We got him and someone else, but we shipped the other person. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he was drafted in. There was a lot of, and you know, this is this is Steph. You know, like Steph is gonna get the calls, right? Um, but you there mean Wiggins. Was, I mean, yeah, Wiggins had Wiggins had a good night too. But um, but Steph, there were some plays where where our guys were in perfect position, hands straight up, and there was still a foul call. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, there was one play where Steph drove right down the lane, and before he contacted the person that was jumping for the shot he turned around to, so his back was towards the person and threw it like over like behind his head and the other and the our player got called for the foul see I was that's, like, a, what is that's going a call on? harden doesn't get this year but when you get a guy like steph steph gets that call yeah and steph did the uh you know how where you like you go um you go so the offensive player goes over the pick and roll and the defensive players behind him and they stop and back into them. Yeah. That's Steph supposed to be offensive. That, it's supposed year. to be an offensive foul, but then Steph did this little bumped him and then shot and they got, they got our player too. So I was like, I don't know. The Steph was getting some pretty, pretty good calls last night, but, which he does one because he's tiny. Like yeah. he's super small. And the other is because it's Steph Curry. Yeah, he's so. he's the best player of his generation. You could you could argue. Yeah. So yeah, it was frustrating. I didn't but... expect I didn't expect the Wolves to win the game. Uh, obviously, the bright spot was Ant had a, pr- a pretty good night. I so. also think the Warriors are being overrated. Like as long as Clay's not there, I don't think they're a championship team. I don't care that they're ten and one because they've gotten two games against the Rockets, two games against the Kings, Timberwolves. So five Clippers probably was in there. So at least five of your wins are against Lakers, thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth seed. Just wait. It's just like the the Broncos and Panthers. Like they were playing against terrible teams, and it was like four and zero. These are the teams you Uh, didn't expect it. Like wait till the wait till the Warriors. Yeah, I think they beat the Lakers. Um, Wait till they go up against you know some of these East like. Go up against the Bucks. Go right. up against the. Well, I mean, we can beat the Bucks. So, all right. Uh, the next. Let's move on. The next uh, story, or do you want to continue with the, some Timberwolves stuff? Oh, we can. Since we talked about Ant, we can bring it up. So, Anthony Edwards had forty-eight points last night or two nights ago, like last night. Mm-hmm. Um, he is one of four players to have multiple forty-point games uh, before they hit twenty-one years old. So, good company here. Um, LeBron sucks. Kevin Durant sucks. And uh, most recently, Luka Doncic sucks. All right. Yeah. And Anthony Edwards is the fourth one to have a multiple 40 point game. He had the uh, last, which is weird because I'm pretty sure last year he had like two 40 point games back to back. So I'm confused why the stat's coming up right now. But maybe, maybe there was a random game in there we didn't catch. But I just, so yeah, that's good company. My only issue is like when LeBron did it, they were still. It was still like a really physical league with that wasn't focused on three point shooting. Right. Cause I was watching, I was when I was watching the game last night, um, there was a couple times like Ant was wide open, no rotational defense. There's a couple times where he like drove the lane. Nobody even like you know, like oh, the that's... half smack at the ball. Yeah. Nobody even did that. It's like watching the game now, it's very clear that it's like I'm gonna let you score and then we're gonna try to score on the other. It's it's yeah. such basketball looks nothing like 
the way I remember it when I grew up. Yeah. Or when we played. They it just Yeah, they talked about um someone asked Chris Finch a question in regards to like you have players that um that are not known for their defense, like D'Angelo Russell or Anthony Edwards or Cat or whatever. And he basically said, you know, when we're when we're when there's two minutes left in the game and we're we're it's a close game, that's when you see those guys play defense. You know, that's when you can Should see D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. You'll see D'Angelo Russell play defense. You'll see Carl Anthony Towns play defense. You'll see Ant play defense. And it's like we got to get them to buy into that the entire game. Or you know, while you know what there, you tell so. those players? Look at the team that won the championship last year. Look at yeah. the team that won the championship the year before that. Look at the team that won. When the Lakers won, they were the number one defense in the bubble. When the Bucks won, they were what the number two defense for the season and number yeah. one in the postseason. And then yeah. when the Raptors won, they were the number one defense. Like, I mean, we're not. They're like compared to the last year, we're not. We're not bad defensively compared. We're to currently twenty third like, in defense. Are we? Let's yeah. see. It was a lot better. Like a week ago, we but, are twenty third um, in defense. We are giving up the number one total offensive rebounds. We are giving up the most rebounds in general. I know our offense is garbage right now. Yeah, and our yeah. offense is terrible. However, the one positive thing that you can see is that we are the best. We have the best turnover differential. We have the least amount of turnovers, while the other team has the most amount of turnovers. Which they say turnovers attribute most to wins. So the fact that we have the yeah. best turnover differential and are still the thirteenth or fourteenth in the West is not a good sign in my eyes. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah that's what when we, we have in our notes new year same wolves uh yeah. timberwolves have not hit the over in vegas for win total since 2017 paul allen just uh you know this is not a betting podcast but he had someone on that follows the wolves and he did a uh like uh a three to one bet that the wolves would have more wins than the clippers by the end of the year worth it with this guy and he so. said wolves would yeah, so Paul Allen is betting the Wolves on this one. That's but. never – Paul Allen is one of the biggest homers you'll ever hear on the radio, so yeah. that's not a good sign. Yeah. Because um, then you have one of the most cynical people, Paul Meat Sauce Lambert from Power Trip Morning right. Show on KFan. He is super cynical when it comes to the Wolves, and he bet the under. Yeah. So. And I think the Wolves is over under this year was 38 and a half. So they have to win at least, which I believe last year was less than that. Year before that was like 39 and a half. So the Wolves, new year, same, same Wolves. Then there was a couple big things from basketball. Uh, Nikola Jokic and Markeith Morris, that whole scenario. Yep. I just wanted to at least throw my opinion out there because I was hot on Twitter for a couple days. Well, you're always hot. It's just... <laughs> well, I I mean, normally I don't get interaction from people that don't follow me. I've had a couple recently that have blown up, but one of them was around the Jokic Morris that had a lot of engagements sure. from people around Twitter. And um, I'm fine with Jokic getting the one-day suspension, and I hope other people see that and go, I'm fine getting a one-day suspension if that means defending myself against dirty players. If you want to think... Either of the Morris twins are not dirty players. That's on you. But the Morris twins are dirty players. Right. The original play was a dirty play. He didn't think Jokic was going to do anything because, one, he doesn't ever think people are going to retaliate. And, two, everybody thinks Jokic is soft. So when I saw that play, I was like, yep, I would have done the same thing. I 100%, I don't care that his back was turned. If anything, like, good. Like, 
you deserve some sort of retribution if you're gonna do that. That it pisses me off. Like what I saw Morris do, game's over. That is a sore loser trying to make a dirty play. Oh, he could have injured me. He could have hurt me. All that stuff. And it's like, no, you could have hurt him. You undercut him. Yeah. Any which harder. A, which I believe is a flagrant if you just straight up undercut somebody. So, yep. If Jokic doesn't respond, there's a chance that he gets a flagrant anyway. Yeah. So, this, to act like he did nothing. And then Jimmy Butler, of course, after after they're 90 yeah. feet apart. Meet me outside. Yeah, no, you did nothing until the, you yeah. were separated. But. Yeah just so that jimmy butler got fined as well because yeah. he was trying to escalate the situation that sure. it was already de-escalated um but yeah i'm all for Jokic retaliating i don't care that his back was turned um i think if morris's back was turned Jokic still comes at him and i think he just gets shoved in the chest instead yeah i'm, I'm i don't feel bad for morris i don't feel bad for Jokic getting suspended oh yeah and that was one of those plays that as I watch it, it's just like a lot of the time when I watch a cheap shot happen, like when I saw Embiid try to put Cat in a headlock and then get get his ass handed to him, that it just gets your blood boiling. And oh, yeah. when I watched it, it got my blood boiling. Like I was like, if I was on Jokic's team, I would have been like, let's get in right. there. Like, yeah. Oh. No, I mean, um, let's see what I think about this. Uh, you know, there's the, there's the, you know, there's the star players in the league. And then there's, you know, like the role players. I mean, I, I like seeing that the, the star players aren't like afraid. You've got the role players that are meant to do that. You know, that, like that's, that's, we, that's, their, that's their job, right? Like that's their job is to not, not like, not necessarily do dirty shots, but like they're going to play aggressive all the time. They're they going to be physical. annoying. They play, yeah. they play, play physical. Um, so, but seeing, you know, seeing a, an all-star do that and, you know, kind of, not necessarily be cheap back or be dirty back, but like stand up for themselves, you know? Yeah. So. And you mean last year's MVP? Yeah. Last year's MVP, you know? Yeah. It was nice. I want to see, see, like, I want to see Jokic in as many games as possible. I like the Nuggets. So I like watching those teams. I like collide, good so. basketball, good players. So. And Jokic is MVP. Yeah. Our last NBA topic involves something that was talked about a lot last week, but it happened, um, like, it kind of broke after we had recorded our last episode. But the Suns owner, Robert Sarver, has over 70 separate accusations of sexual and verbal abuse. I heard some uh, backstories of it. It is appalling, alarming, and I would not be surprised if they have a different owner before the end of the season. The stories and include anecdotes from former players and people that used to work for the team. Uh, he doesn't understand why he can't say the N-word because he hears other players that he's around say it. But he is white. He basically has said many times, or he has apparently said that women don't belong in the field and that uh he said that they wanted to get players to impregnate strippers so he wanted to bring in strippers to get the players pregnant because it would encourage them to sign there if they ever became free agents because when lamarcus aldridge was a free agent they tried to sign him he ended up choosing a different city because he had a child with a stripper in that state and he wanted to be closer to the child to be a parent so then he said we need to get our players to get strippers pregnant and like it just like so many things and yeah. he also used to tell people that he wore magnum condoms very much not appropriate inappropriate yeah. yeah um and the stories i'm sure just get worse the longer this goes on sure and sure. there's over 70 accusations yeah we i don't we don't condone that we've mentioned that nope. here i just can't believe it i just yeah. can't believe that that somebody i get that these sorts of things are probably happening all over the country all the time 
that doesn't make it okay. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that. That is absolutely insane. And I do hope he loses the team similar to Clippers when they lost there, when their right. owner had to sell. Right. We That'll be it for basketball talk. That's it for stories. We're going to move on to the NFL and then uh, we'll give you a little sign off. So uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about happened on... Uh, Last week, Sunday, there was a game between the Steelers and the Bears. That was one, or that was Monday Night Football, right? It was Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. That, that was completely rigged, and that rap was contagious. What, <laughs> what was that? Hundred percent rigged. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Uh, that ref contagious. Well, last name started with a C. One hundred percent had money on that game. He called yeah. twelve penalties against the. He just alone. Against the Bears, called 12 penalties against the Bears for over 120 yards, including the game, the call that lost the game, which was he twerked, hit Cassius Marsh as he, Cassius Marsh, Cassius Marsh as he walked by. Then, after Cassius kept going, throws the flag in a very taunting yeah. manner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, the follow through and everything. Yeah, it's like when you that what what I think saw was like it's like when you hit a three pointer in someone's face and you hold that follow through and you just stare at them. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep, like, he throws that thing and he taunts Cassius with the flag for taunting. The refs and the NFL referee association stood by the call, and that referee was actually interviewed about whether or not the bump affected his call and he said absolutely not i don't understand because he like he leans into him like cassius has to like avoid him yep yep uh, and cassius said okay, i the cassius's taunting penalty was like 100 that was taunting penalty like his one earlier in the game i don't yeah. know if you saw that yep. where he like walks towards the like the sideline and then like as the as whatever the person the Steelers personnel are coming out and he's like staring at him and then walking back. That's 100% taunting. That's penalty. the new definition for it that they thought well, like, specifically like, any actions towards the opposing team physically like that. Yeah, but the bump was just so bizarre. The, yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know about that. That I, just showed a personal vendetta against. Yeah, that's either. a Viking call right there. Like, that's something that happens late in the game versus the Vikings. And you're like, what the heck? Like, what's well, going on? As we learned from uh, this graph that I saw of teams that get the most, like, unfair calls or calls that shouldn't be called and that sort of thing, Vikings were, like, right in the middle there. So they, they get a lot of calls their way that shouldn't but they also get a lot of calls against them that shouldn't football team. I believe it was football team and the Panthers are the ones and the Seahawks all just get screwed. So it was more like it, it was, it was a football team call. Like that I was, oh my God. Yeah, oh, and by the way, the Packers Patriots and like a lot of the teams you would Cowboys, assume, probably. Pa but uh, Packers are considered an outlier because they are so far off the, gra Favorite, the graph yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense which i thought was very interesting but yeah a lot most of the teams were like in the center of the cluster and it was like <laughs> packers patriots football team like i just felt so yeah. bad it was, and right. the seahawks i believe was like so bad sure. sure anyway that that was the weirdest thing absolutely insane. that ref uh had money on the game just i'm assuming has money it on had, the game. had to be man there's no other explanation besides cassius slept with his wife yeah, yeah, or yeah, or killed his dog or something. I don't yeah, know. That, I don't know. It's, he he said DC sucks and he's a DC over Marvel fan. So, like, must must be. <laughs> uh, that new Batman movie looks like shit. Like, 
I don't know. It was insane. Anyway, if you didn't see it, go check it out to get your blood boiling. Uh, next thing I would like to talk about, let's do the big news from today. There's two big newses. Two big, yeah. big, big, big newses. Odell A. Rams. Odell yeah. Beckham. Yeah, so Odell said that a uh, report came out that Odell had it narrowed down to three teams. It was the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Saints. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, it's going to the Packers. Like, even Devontae said something. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Did you it, see the thing that Devontae said? It was said? Devontae tried to recruit, and it was uh, – there was a coach for the Saints. There was a – yeah, I think it was coach for the Saints said something. Yeah, so Devontae said in an interview, they're like, would you mind Odell? And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, Odell's not getting targets, right? So he's like, Odell's last game with the Browns, he had one catch for six yards. So as long as he's okay with two catches for 12 yards, bring him here. And everyone laughed. So that was funny, you know, uh, from Devontae. Well, Devontae is pretty funny. Yeah, no. he's in most interviews, he's funny. Yeah, so, I mean, he's one of the best wide receivers in the game, if not the best. So, you know, that's funny. I thought he was going to the Packers for sure. You know, Chiefs would have been scary too. Um, and then I don't know, really know how the Saints would fit into this whole mess. Maybe the Saints just have money, but like who's throwing in the ball? Um, well, I don't think the, the Saints thing. at all. And then I saw, and then I saw the Rams, uh, LA Rams, and I was like, good lord! I was like, at least the Rams, the Rams are trying to win it. I gotta, I gotta Always. give them all the credit, all the Always. credit here. They're they're trying to win it. They're bringing in Von Miller. They're making things happen. So every um, player will take one Super Bowl over zero. Doesn't yeah. matter if you if you get one Super Bowl and then don't make the playoffs for ten years, all those players will still still take that Super Bowl over no Super Bowls but making the playoffs every year. Right. So, so yeah, good for them. Go in. This is what every team should be doing. Les Snead gives away his draft picks. Don't give away two first round draft picks for a safety, but you know, give away you know a first round draft pick for a the best corner in the league. Jalen yeah. Ramsey, give away a first round dra- or a dra- high draft pick for a Von Miller. Get rid of, get rid of money. Get for- rid of a below average quarterback and a first round pick for an established quarterback that can sling it. So, yeah, yeah. let your let your longtime successful running back go because you know that you could just run a committee of young guys. Yeah. Just what the Rams are doing is what every team should be doing. You right. can do it the other way, Chargers. Chargers are they they've drafted really well. They've signed good free agents, but they're not really doing trades. Yeah. You can It's do hard that. it's hard to get a it's hard to get a player like an Aaron Donald. Um and you know some other other pieces they have. You have but to have some luck. You have yeah, you to have to you can't do it all by trading. Right? Mm-hmm. You've got to get some um you've got to get some established talent that you draft yourself. Uh, but you know, I'll I'll part of the Rams. You know, they're I mean, we said, I think we said Cardinals Rams. We say Cardinals Rams. We, right? when we did our, yeah, because we argued you, I wanted to put the Rams as first in the division. You said Cardinals. And then we ended up picking Cardinals Rams. We yeah. said Cardinals Rams, Niner Seahawks is how we had their division. Yeah. So it's going to be a battle pre-season. for that top spot. It's going to be a battle for that top spot. You know, Kyler and DeAndre are kind of questionable this week, but you know, it's going to be a shootout till the end with those guys. So um, it's going to well, be fun to so watch. Cooper Cup functions in and out of the slot so not and he has the highest stats when he's in the slot robert woods has really high stats when he's in the slot so odell gets to play where he's best which is outside but he's also in a system that can get him sweeps can put him in the slot when he was in new york he had super high stats in the slot in the browns they pretty much only kept him outside so he's going to a system a smart system 
probably the best quarterback he's played with because I'm not a huge Eli fan, especially yeah. when he had Odell. Stafford's way better than Baker as well, even though I like Baker. This is the best quarterback he's played with, the strongest arm of a quarterback he's ever played with. Really good offensive line, probably the best coach offensive, at least, that coach he's ever played with and a best scheme fit he's ever had. Yeah. Um, even if Odell doesn't go, you know, for a thousand yards in like next year, if he stays with the Rams, he's still going to be that five targets for three catches five uh, with five targets for somewhere between 30 and 50 yards, maybe a touchdown every now, like he can take any one to the house. So, right. And then you might get one game where he gets 160 yards and two touchdowns. Like he just, like, he's just one of those guys, like, you, and he's going to get single coverage every time. Yeah, you have to. So. so, I think this is an awesome pick for the Rams. Uh, if they would have done this at the beginning of the season, they might be in first over the Cardinals. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch. I love the Rams already. Yeah. Um, I've liked the Rams but since Stephen Jackson, just because Stephen Jackson is one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, I wish he would have won something. Um, anyway, next big thing that's happened is the Carolina Camthers are back. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rule, they have given him. They have they waited until he was fully vaccinated was part of it. And then another thing was that um, he wanted incentives. He wanted an incentive-laden contract over guaranteed. So it's $4.5 million guaranteed. But if he, I believe if he can take them to the playoffs and they get a playoff win... It's a ten million guaranteed. Yeah, so his his one with the Pats was like ten and a half, but only one and a half was guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he gets a little bit bump on the 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 bottom part of it. Cam Newton is an average quarterback throughout his career, fifty one QB QBR. If you sure. take out his MVP year, he's below that. You know, it's like, never really been his arm. It's never really be been honest. about his arm. I still think what he is now is better than Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think I would love to see how the dude from the xfl i would love to see him get a full game oh, i know i know, I know, I know who you're talking about but um yeah i don't know pj walker pj walker same time um cam newton i think is gonna be a be- an upgrade yeah and you know it just adds another threat so happy for cam wanted him on a roster whether as a backup or starter the fact that he's most likely gonna be a starter is even better yeah sure and now let's move on to uh, the Minnesota Vikings. We have a couple, like one big thing, which is Dalvin Cook. He was accused of assault from an ex-girlfriend or a friend, or not. I don't, not sure the relation. I think it was uh, ex-girlfriend. an ex-girlfriend. Yep. She's uh, ex-military. Yep. And uh, now he is basically counter suing, counter. I believe his report. Uh, so the um, him and his lawyer have been getting ahead of it, mm-hmm. and they stated they stated it first. Um, that um, that Dalvin is the victim here of um, exploitation and assault and domestic yeah. abuse. Yep, and um, you know, obviously, there's been innocent until proven guilty. Guilty is just a civil case. Um, yep. So, however, there is video. If you haven't seen, there it, is video, and there's also like old um, DMs, tweets, and DMs and stuff. You know, the internet never lies. That so. go and they go both ways. There's screenshots of dms of her saying things of him saying things photos of her there was video that's allegedly of her threatening to shoot him yep um she is ex-military so i'm sure she does have access to weapons yeah 
Um, anyway, it's it's intense. I really hope it all just gets worked out. Whether yeah. if, if he did it, you got it's he's got to get a punishment. Um, if he didn't do it, and she's really the one that is the assaulter, the whatever abuser, um, she needs to get the retributions as well. Yeah. So, you know, I just hope it all so smooths over for him. The I NFL is just kind of NFL is just kind of letting it happen because They're it's a civil case. They civil should. Case, yep. So everyone, um, everyone's first reaction was, "Is he going to play Saturday, Sunday?" And that's 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 not, not the, the right reaction. Like, it should be whoever's My getting team. right. I know the feeling. Trust me. My Dallas on your team, and that wasn't yeah. your reaction. No, yeah, no. I just I hope uh, you know if it is if it did happen. You know, if Dalvin was the the victim here, um, good for him for speaking up because it's not a it's not every day that the that a male a male you know speaks up. Yep. I mean, we I, we took some stuff on that when we were like heading into college. Our university made you t- like watch a video, and one of the things was men getting assaulted by both women and other men, yeah. and how they need to come out too. So you know that is brave in its own way. Yeah. Uh, so whatever, but the truth comes out, and everyone is okay and Dalvin remains a member of the Minnesota Vikings I hope so. uh, that's my hope as well continuing with the Vikings every one of their losses this season is under seven points yeah within so one score the sign some of, of them within team, one point <laughs> yeah to me the sign of a bad team is a team that can't finish and a team that can't win lose or can't win close games yes the refs the whatever all these things come into play um, most of those things balance themselves out but um I think the biggest thing is offensive coordinator. I've said, yeah, I, I think the biggest that. thing is uh, playing safe. It's a very uh, every, negative pessimist mentality that we have. Every Vikings, every Vikings player that's been interviewed in the last like two weeks has said, I don't like basically has been said, I don't know why we don't keep our foot on the gas. Mm-hmm. So it's um, the, the team acts as if they're protecting themselves against the worst possible outcome rather than trying to achieve the best possible outcome. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just so negative. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson has had nine targets in the last two games, which is he should, that should, he should get double digit targets every game. Him and Thielen should be getting double digit targets until neither of them can walk. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, Clint Kubiak said coordinator in question uh, basically said, <sighs> You know, we gotta we gotta try to figure out how to get him uh, more than nine targets in two games, and it's like Kubiak? you're the guy that makes the plays, man. Kubiak like, and Zimmer have thrown Kirk under the bus in every interview. I don't get it. Like, they're, it's like they're trying to get Z- Kirk. Like, Kirk's always been the target, so they're like, no, no. Remember, everybody hates Kirk, but it's like, yeah. no, no. We're watching Kirk play. Kirk's, Kirk's the only reason we have any wins. Kirk is not the problem. I, I just not- saw his stats. It's like forty three hundred yards, thirty six touchdowns four picks something like that like that's what he's projected to and it's like okay he's not the issue it's like like, my thing is is i've always said it i don't think kirk's a super bowl winning quarterback i definitely think he's a playoff quarterback i just i'm not sure a team can win the super bowl with him i i would love if we did but when i watch him play especially in the last two minutes of a game he just doesn't seem like one to me just my eyes. I don't have any basis on that. Statistics, whatever. I don't care about primetime losses. Every quarterback in right. history has a worse record in against 500 teams. Aaron Rodgers has a below 500 record against teams above 500. Sure. So, I don't care about that. I just, when I watch him, I don't see it. I disagree that he is the problem. It is 100% Clint Kubiak not knowing how to call a play, and because his dad isn't there anymore, nobody's there to help him. And he's like, no, "Wait, they're doing, I can't they're do doing, this. 
they're doing screens for no reason. No they're reason. Doing, you can't do a screen unless you sell. Like, they sell out on the pass. But we don't pass it. Mm-hmm. So, so, and we can't do play action, which is down like 15% from last year when you have the best play action quarterback in the league. That's down like 15% last year. And you can't do play action until you establish a run. But you can't do runs because you're... Because you're running it every time, so that they can, they can literally load the box on us, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, they could put eleven in the box on third and long because they know we're just going to run it. Yeah, well, second and long is just is a run every time. I don't understand run, every single run, time. Short pass, punt. Yeah, it's uh, like go for the kill, man. Just You've do something. Got... Oh, it's a very frustrating, frustrating game plan. I could it's... take a Madden playbook and call a game better better than that. Mm-hmm. I think most of these players could, which is why if you got, if you, I, I say let Zimmer ride out the year, but let Kubiak go now and get a new coordinator because they will call plays better. Last Plus, thing, we could, both of us, we could. I'll do it hip. for, I'll, we'll do it for free. Yeah. I'll do it for free. You can um, pay me next year when we're top 10 and passing. Right after the rest of the season, we end up actually scoring points in the second half. The last thing with the Vikings is Vikings versus Chargers is this week. I have very low hopes, but the Chargers are only three and a half point favorites, and it's the second highest over under of the lead in the of the week. So obviously Vegas and everybody thinks the Vikings are way better than their record says. Everybody keeps saying that, but the Chargers are a better team. And here's a bold prediction here. Sure. I'm gonna say that the Vikings Chargers game is gonna come down to within seven points. That is bold. That is bold. And then the Vikings will lose, and we'll have every loss still be Every game, I'm points. pretty positive, has been within seven points. That wouldn't surprise me either. I don't know about that Seahawks game, but every win, every game has been within seven yeah. points. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, my only thing is I, I think they can handle Herbert at least a little bit. Yeah. What um, I don't think they can handle is Mike Williams or Austin Eckler. Yeah. And their offensive line is better than our defensive line. Yes. Um, however, I think – oh, well, Daniil's out. So yeah, I out. think you can take advantage of Storm Norton on that side. Sure. Yeah. I I think it's up to our DBs. Our DB – how our DBs play and how our offense play determines. If both of those two teams, if our DBs – and offense play at their potential, the Vikings can pull off an upset. Yep. Even if they play at what they've been playing at if now, or slightly offense, better, we lose. If our offense could play at their potential through every game this year, we'd win every game. Except the Cardinals game, because that wasn't... Our offense did play as their their best. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, that's, what, that's what I think. I, I don't have too much else on it. I just uh, I think key <laughs> matchups are D-backs and our offense, and then Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Sure. Um, I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. I'll see double digit targets. That's my, my bold, bold prediction. prediction is, uh, what's his Nick vigil sack. Okay. All right. G- give you one for the chargers. Uh, Austin Eckler goal line rushing touchdown. All right. Uh, I get one for the chargers. Joy Bosa, two sacks. All right. Love, love it. Uh, next game, we have a couple more games to go through, and then we're going to send y'all on your way. I'm going to try to move through these a little faster, but Patriots versus Browns is a huge one. Browns have a lot of guys. I think they've gotten four guys in the last 24 hours that were added to their COVID list, including Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt's still out. So their biggest, the biggest strength of that team is running, and 
Dearness the Johnson. Ernest, is, the Ernest Johnson, yeah. Which against the Broncos, he killed it. So yeah, I look think, for um, you know, usually when the when the um, when the Browns is kind of roster is kind of depleted, they've realized that they have a super athletic tight end and David Njoku. So um, look for Njoku to get some targets this yep. game, and especially um, with Odell gone. Yep, and uh, yeah, that's I guess that's where I'm looking. That's going to be the power play for the Browns. If I had I would say watch for Donald's Pe- Donald Peoples Jones. Yeah, usually he gets a bomb from Baker. Or Donovan or Peoples Jones. Sorry. Yeah, I think Patriots win. Personally, yeah, Patriots, Patriots are like two point favorites. I think. Yeah, and I just I don't know. I think co- it comes down to coaching. Both teams have great coaching. Um, I just think Belichick will take away what the Browns do well. Browns because of COVID lost the first thing that they do well, so the Browns are just a little too depleted, and I think yeah. uh, Patrick Patriots take advantage of it. Fully healthy, I'd pick the Browns. Sure. Uh, next is Panthers Cardinals. Joe, you think this one's going to be a close one? Um, um, I don't know how. I don't know if Kyler and D Hop are going to play. We film on Thursdays, and uh, everything is pointing to how they they participate in Friday's practice. Well, the. Um, the the line is minus 10 cardinals are favored by 10 yeah, so they assume that they're okay which uh they did say that deandre is probably more questionable than kyler but kyler has made great strides and um is doing good so i expect kyler to play even if deandre doesn't play i've actually uh i've seen that a lot of money is going a lot of the sharps are picking the panthers to cover so i think you might be on a good like path to think it will be close even yeah. if kyler and d hop do play a lot of people in vegas are uh picking the the panthers to cover and the cardinals to win so sure. not a betting podcast none of this is advice but you know it says it's a 10 point favorite but wouldn't be surprised if that game comes down to a field goal or maybe you know four points something like that uh if i were to make a prediction in that game james connor James Connor touchdown. Yep. James Connor touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a lock, man. Yeah. Um, For the Panthers, Shaq Thompson sack. Okay. Because he's fast enough to catch Kyler. Uh, Cam Newton rushing touchdown. We'll go bold. That'd be we'll so bold, awesome. Bold. That'd, yeah. Yeah, we'll That'd go be bold. so great. Uh, Seahawks, Packers. Russ is supposed to be back. Russ is supposed to be Aaron back. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is supposed to be back. Yeah. Could be uh, fun. I believe the Packers were favored. So Packers should be favored, yeah. Packers oh. should win. Both teams fully I, healthy. Packers are better. Both yeah. teams aren't fully healthy, so Packers win. Yeah, I I just I don't want anything else to happen to Russ. Um, so yes, play safe. If Russ Get out of there is, in one piece. If, if you're even slightly worried, let him sit. Yeah, your division's too hard for you. You're you're not making. You're the not going to do anything this year. Yeah. So I would if Russ is even questionable, just let him sit. Even if he wants to go out, he'll be on the sidelines to be a leader. So yeah. just let him sit if he has to. I think Packers win. Uh, I don't have a bold prediction for that one. It's Packers. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Uh, Chiefs versus Raiders is our last game. Ra- uh, Chiefs are only favored by two and a half. Yeah. Um, they won and they have the same last... over-under as Chargers-Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs are kind of Chiefs have been figuring it out slowly but surely um, throughout the season, and the Raiders have just gotten hit, taking blow after blow after blow. I wish I did. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, so, so I'm taking Chiefs in this one. I think the Chiefs are starting to kind of click, even though you know they played like garbage. 
uh, but they're finding ways to scrape out some wins. So I think they're going to do the same thing here. Bold prediction, Kelsey touchdown. It's in Vegas, so I'm taking Raiders. Huh? And bold prediction is Patrick Mahomes, two interceptions. Oh, all right, cool. that's all of it. That is our sports section. We thank you so much for watching. Again, if we can hit 50 subscribers by episode 30, we will do this whole thing live. Just a heads up, if it's both sections of the podcast, that will be a couple hours. Uh, if it's just the sports section, it'll be at least one. So um, I really hope that that happens because I think that's super. I think the idea of just doing it live is awesome. Yeah. We'll do it live. Anyway, yeah. uh we really appreciate the support though. If you're still if you've gotten to this point, that must mean you enjoy it. So drop a like for us. Hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. Um however, a lot of our views come from subscribers, so that's pretty cool. Um but yeah, if you're not, hit that button. Uh we'll be here for you whether you want us to or not. And uh yeah, we don't have anything better to do. We're not leaving. Yeah. Um we're not leaving. Leaving. Uh but yeah. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. You look great today. Go out there and make a difference. And GG. GG.